Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Hello, and welcome, everyone. I hope you are all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, and we are just delighted for you to join us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a wonderful show today. Reflection, love the legacy you create with our amazing and outstanding guest, Susie Briscoe. Joining us today. (laughs) Joining us today. (laughs) (laughs) Joining us today uh, from England. Wisdom from Maya Angelou. I've learned people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. William James quotes, The great use of life is to spend it for something that will outlast it. And Peter Strapple, legacy is not leaving something for people. It's leaving something in people. And I contend that we should leave people feeling better after each encounter. Our legacy makes an enduring impact and provides an opportunity for us to live with purpose and meaning. And it's an opportunity to make a difference in the world. Leaving a lasting legacy is an act of generosity beneficial to others now, and that can be passed on to future generations. Legacy leaves that everlasting memory and our footprint on humanity. And I believe when you love your life and serve with love, we create that positive ripple effect for change. And our outstanding guest, Susie Briscoe, joining us today from England, helps people worldwide build their legacy. Chair of Acer Coaching Associates, International Business and Master Leadership and Legacy Mentor, and award-winning, best-selling author of many books, including her books, Ascension to Legacy, How to Live Your Legacy in Your Lifetime, and Color Your Legacy, Paint the Canvas of Your Perfect Life. And along with her business venture, Susie creates her legacy through many charitable endeavors that we're going to hear about. Susie shows you how to make a difference within your life and love the legacy you create. And I am really honored to welcome our outstanding guest, Susie Briscoe, again joining us today from England on our show, Reflection, Love, the Legacy You Create. Welcome, Susie, to our show. Wow, Jean, you never (laughs) disappoint. (laughs) You certainly don't leave any pressure on me at all, not much. (laughs) Well, lovely to be back with you. (laughs) What I know about you is that... uh, yeah, you have this natural essence of love, and uh, uh, you say that love is the legacy, bridging the family, 
community, and living it is so important in our human connection. So, Susan, can you tell us what inspired your work in this area? Is there a personal story? Yes, I, well, I, I think it goes back to a sadness, actually. It was when we wanted to have four children, and we only managed to have my one beautiful daughter, Lara, and and you, I know you've met her, Jean. Yes, so she's beautiful. <laughs> she, you can talk to that as well. Speak to her her loveliness. Um, and and we would we were so upset. I had ten miscarriages, and it was because of that that I was introduced to a charity called Action Medical Research, and that started me. If I can't have my own babies. How can I help other women coming after me? And this was a research charity focusing on prenatal stuff, the technical term. And so I've given quite a bit of my life over to fundraising for them and spreading their word. Mm, Wonderful. How you turned, you know, something that was not so pleasant that happened in your life into something wonderful. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just so amazing how you, you, uh, you know, participate in the research and you get that message, you know, out to the world for others to, you know, make a difference. Susie, when you talk about legacy, let's just go back to this term legacy. How do you define it? And what inspires me is, I think, in our recent talk, you talked about how legacy is tangible and intangible in terms of what we can leave behind. So true, Jean. Um, I think, I mean, I could have had a massive tantrum that would have been, you know, any toddler would have been proud of, but there's really no point when you're up against it and you can't move beyond a certain place. You really do have to stop and take check of what's going on and how you can adjust. And it's not just... Um, Well, what do I mean? I I think every day that we get up in the morning, and sometimes it's a difficult thing to do for a lot of people just to physically put their feet on the ground and start getting out of bed. But once we're up and we're moving, we're creating a legacy just by walking through each day of our life. Mm. And we do that instinctively and whether we like it or not, it, it's just something that is there. And the way that we live our life has a ripple effect onto who we meet during the course of our day. And if I'm grumpy, for example, and I meet somebody, and rah, 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 then the, the grumpiness goes, you know, it, it, it moves yes. forward, doesn't it? It goes on yes. to the next person. But if, if you can manage to have a, a smile and a laugh with someone, it completely changes the atmosphere. That's so true. And, you know, what I've learned is that people are always kind of taking note and observing, aren't they? Yes. And, and uh, I think mm-hmm. that really, it, I don't think we spend enough time to actually stand and stare. There's a poem, isn't there? What is this life if full of care? We have no time to stand and stare. Mm. Uh, no time to see when woods we pass. I can't remember the rest of it, Jean. If I knew I was going to think of it, I, I would have 
it, it is a lovely poem, but I think that is the problem. Today, life is so fast. I can't believe we're, we're now, I mean, when we're recording this, we're in March, very nearly April. And when this goes out, it's going to be May. We're nearly halfway through the year then. Yes. It's ridiculous. Yes. Everything seems to speed up. Do you think it's because we're getting older? And we, we've been around longer, so the day is shorter. <laughs> uh, do you know what I'm trying to say, mathematically? <laughs> well, I think when I look at my life, it's like I got more years, what, uh, uh, fewer years ahead of me than behind me. <laughs> so when I look back, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, uh, what have I learned from my life? How can I move forward each day? with love, you know, and high vibration, which is my prayer each morning, uh, you know, and throughout yeah. the day, because life is precious. That's what it's showing me. And it's showing me not to uh, take, uh, what can I say, uh, to really take note of each moment during the day. We always think we have the next moment, right? But, but sometimes we, but we, we don't. don't. Exactly. It, exactly. And that is, that happened when my, when my husband died, actually, Jean. Mm -hmm. He left me in the morning to go to work. And literally half an hour later, I had the telephone call telling me that he'd collapsed. Mm -hmm. And when I press, pressed for more information, um, the lady said, well, he's getting CPR. And I thought, that doesn't sound very good. So, you know, when we said goodbye to each other, we didn't know that was going to be the last goodbye. You mm -hmm. never know. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's so profound because... You know, it shows me don't take for granted that last encounter. I think when I opened the show, I talked about how after each encounter with someone, leave a positive note. Exactly that. You know, just try to try to, you know, let them remember that positive last thing that you said or did or how yes. you were responding. That's so important. And Susan, many people think that legacy is something they have to create in, in their senior years. Uh, oh, uh, how, do you, how do you see that in terms of uh, certain stages in your life or when do you well, create this legacy? Can you, can you really shed light on that? Well, for me, it's literally every day of my adult life. I didn't realize it to start with because, you know, life happens and you just get on with it. But once I was starting to do my charity work and I was doing that with a vengeance, I was doing bigger and bigger events and, you know, some of them were in London and they were massive, really massive with very important people attending them. I suddenly thought all these doors that have opened for me, it was as though I was on a magic carpet hmm. and every step that I took forward, the carpet unrolled just that little bit more. It was like a flying carpet. So I, I wasn't actually on the ground. It, it was <laughs> it was just very special. And people were coming into my life as I needed them. You you can't, you don't know when something is going to happen that you're going to meet somebody that will open the door to get you into number 10 Downing Street, the Prime Minister's residence, or any one of the palaces in London. But when it happens, you grab it with both hands and say, what can I do with this? Right, I'm going to do something positive with it. And that's the way it's gone. That's beautiful. It's like the universe will, you know, lay the tracks out for you to follow when you're 
doing those very positive things and people show I think we were talking before we got started about how we go back a long ways. Oh, <laughs> with, yes. With our writing journey and how we ended up in uh, as co-writers and chapters and books. And I would read your chapter, but I didn't really know you. And then what was it in 2019? That was special when we met. Yes. And then 2019, we met for the Epi no, Awards in Montenegro. Then. Was it before Jim, then? I can't. Yes, <laughs> it was before track. then because we met in Maryland with Christine Closer to start yes, with. Yes, yes, yes. So and many. Then, mm-hmm. And then we met because of Vicky, Vicky and her wonderful Epi Awards. Yes. That was when we really sealed the deal, as it were, and gave each other a big hug. Yes, yes. So we never know how life is going to unfold, but it brings people together who are kind of united in certain things. Wouldn't you agree? In terms Absolutely. Of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think has been the most important thing that's happened in your life, Jean? I think the, the most important thing uh, was going through a dark night of the soul, having an yeah. opportunity to spend six months and live in Malaysia, work in Malaysia. And then that's where I started finding myself and when my life transformed. And that's when I really started, wrote my first book, The Long Journey Home, about my uh, uh, time spent in Malaysia that changed my life. So that was the beginning of real transformation for me. And then, of course, my trip in India, uh, this past year with Judy Satori, that was another landmark for transformation. Oh, darling Judith, yes. Yes. She's yes. another one that we met in Mexico. Yes, yes, yes. So many people think that legacy has to be something outstanding, that I'm not worthy of a legacy because, you know, I don't really feel too good about myself and what I'm doing. I know we're going to be coming up on a break uh, in a couple of minutes, but can you shed light on how can we yeah. befriend ourselves to feel worthy of uh, creating a legacy. And as you said, it's really every day that you're creating. Just shed a little light on that. Well, I can remember I asked, I was telling different people that, it, you know, my friends, and one of them, darling girl, I'd known her since she was a child and she was a neighbor's daughter. And she said, I think that's a bit presumptuous to think that, you know, you, you can leave a legacy. And it, it stung me a little bit. But then I thought, no, it's not true. You do not have to be the president of the United States or any billionaire that's going to have their own foundation or library or hospital or whatever airport named after them. Everybody is doing something in their own small way you're contributing. And we are all standing on the shoulders of the giants that have gone before us, literally in our own family. So from that point of view, I don't think it's an arrogance to think that, you know, you're, you're leaving a legacy. It's, it's just a fact of life. It, by living, you're leaving the legacy. That's the way I see it. That's beautiful. And it's so true. And I love what you said earlier about when you started that poem about uh, how we don't really stop and pay attention. And even in our daily lives, uh, you know, I try to make it a point if I'm going out, you know, like, like tasks that I don't really enjoy, like grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, when, when I, when I, uh, you know, I'm at the counter or, or you know, see people, that, you know, I'm, I'm giving compliments and I'm making it a joyous experience, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, so 
and, and I remember one time sunshine I, as you go. Oh, yes, that's wonderful. And I remember one time I had a meeting at the uh, hospital uh, for a project that I was working on, and this uh, lady was there early in the morning. She was she was a, a janitor, and she was shining the floors. And oh, and I, yes. I gave her a big compliment, and I said, you know. These floors are just fantastic, and you're so beautiful. And how do you stay so beautiful, shining those floors? I should and, think she was you know. bursting with pride. Yes, when you and, said and, that. and 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 that was really uh, 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 Susie paying attention to yeah. not only the floors of how shiny they were, but also to the uh, to the person, you know. Uh, providing this atmosphere in the hospital for yeah. people. And it wasn't Martin Luther King, and we got a break shortly, uh, yeah. uh, who said, if you're the street sweeper, be the best street sweeper. <laughs> Absolutely. So we, we're going to take a break now. And uh, I'm just so excited for Susie to be here. Uh, to our listeners, we're, we're ready for a break. Don't go away. We'll be back with more on Reflection. Love the legacy you create with Susie Briscoe joining us today from England, chair of Acer Coaching Associates, international business and master leadership and legacy mentor, award-winning international best-selling author of many books, including Ascension to Legacy, How to Live Your Legacy in Your Lifetime, and Color Your Legacy, Painting the Canvas of Your Perfect Life. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together. Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, 
Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on the Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our outstanding guest, Susie Briscoe, joining us today from England on our show, Reflection, Love, the Legacy You Create. Susie is the chair of ACER Coaching Associates International Business and Master Leadership and Legacy Mentor, best-selling author, Color Your Legacy and Ascension to Legacy. And Susie, thank you so much for sharing your personal story, talking about how, you know, the small things we do can build our legacy and uh, uh, how uh, we don't have to wait in our senior year to really uh, start creating our legacy. It's something we do every day. But Susie, there are people who just don't feel worthy, don't love themselves. And it's my contention that you have to bring joy to yourself to bring joy to others. You have to love yourself to build that legacy and feel confident about what you're doing. What's your thoughts about that when self-worth and lack of self-love and self-worth is, is, is something that I think, needs I to be think when on. you've been down in the pits, mm-hmm. 
um, I mean, I had the tragedy of losing all those babies, which mm. was heartbreaking. But yes. you you survive it. The next day arises and you still are breathing and you still manage somehow to go forward. And then there are various other setbacks along the road. Yeah. And I think they are all there as signposts for us almost to register that life isn't smooth all the time. And for me, I, I bless them. I didn't at the time, I can assure you. When we lost our house and I was sofa surfing for a little while, having been in the most living in the most beautiful mansion, um, it, it was a shock to the system. But I still look back on that period as a gift and a blessing because it stopped me short in my tracks. Don't take anything for granted. It you know, don't look down on anyone, don't look up to anyone. Everybody is equal. Yes. And there is a way, there is a leveler out there that, that makes that happen. I, I can't explain it. I hope it's making some sense to you, Jean. But mm. I think when you've been down to the bottom of the pit and you've found the doorway that's going to get you to the first step that leads you up to the top of the pit... You know how it's an escape. You know how to do it. And then you can help other people do it too. Everything, what is it said that all nothing is ever lost? Exactly. And and looking back, I think there's a, a quote I can't remember. I think it's Kirkgaard who talks about looking backwards to move forward. You know. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you know, I did that. I I was fundraising for um it was for the, the millennium coming up and it was for Cheltenham Ladies College and their bursaries. And we were, we were raising money for the school to get a special um, telescope um, looking up to the stars. Oh no, it was a special room that they, you, they, it was a blow up room that they could put inside a classroom. And then the, you had projected all of the stars. And and I just was thinking about that. And it came to me that, you know, you have to look to the behind you to, to find out how you're going forward. It's almost as though you cannot move forward without the spatial awareness of what's gone before you. And Susie, what's so important is that it, it can be hard looking back. You know, I think when I wrote yeah. my book, Living in the Spirit of Love, and I started kind of looking on my life and looking at lessons, looking at those dark points, those high points, yeah. uh, joys and sorrows, but I was able to connect the dots. And it's like, yes, yes, yes. You know, yeah, this absolutely. is where I'm going. And you build on your lessons, you build resilience for yourself, right? You become even survivors. More, more confident. <laughs> yes, uh, su survivors and thrivers, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and I think you have to be looking out for the good in other people as well. Uh, I think you need to be able to see glimmers outside of yourself mm. so that it can be reflected back into yourself in a funny way. Yeah. I love Marianne Williamson. Um, one of her quotes is, it reminds me of the Vestal Virgins, and I'll get it all wrong, but it's, <laughs> you know, who are you not to shine your light? Mm. Who are, I mean, who are you to hide yourself away? You're one of God's creatures. You, are, you know, 
etc. She has a wonderful turn of phrase. I do love her. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And Susie, a lot of times people compare themselves with other people, and I think that's so detrimental. <laughs> you know, and Listen. I love what I love what you just said. Everyone can shine their light in, Absolutely. in, in, in small ways, big ways, yeah. or whatever. You know, do what's comfortable for you. And I love what you said about looking for the goodness in others because uh, there's something that you said, and I wrote it down, and I think it's so special. <laughs> you, oh, said, dear. <laughs> you said love, love is the legacy. Bridging the family and the community. It is. And living it is so important in our human connection. And one thing you said uh, just a minute ago was looking for the goodness uh, in, in others. And I think in our encounter with other people or interactions with other people, uh, maybe they may not be so positive, but to see that person in the light of love is kind of how I'm kind of really working on. I see you in the light of love. I don't see the ill behaviors. I look past that because I know at the core, you are love because I am love at my core. And I may have my bad day, but we, <laughs> at the center is the core that connects us all, and that is love. Absolutely. I think when we're driving, I think driving is a very good example of how you can look at your day. If hmm. somebody carves you up, you have the choice. You could either get really angry and toot the horn and whatever else you feel like doing, or you can smile and wish him well on his way yeah. or her way. It's the way you react you are in charge of your own actions. And if you react in a positive way, there'll be the person coming towards you that saw what happened. And the two of you will smile with each other and say, okay, he behaved really badly, didn't he? And acknowledge it to each other and move on. Yes, yes, because it can affect your whole day. Oh, can't it just? <laughs> and, and, and I know for myself, when I get in that little spiral or have that, in, it's like, I, okay, shift it, shift, 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 okay? <laughs> yeah, yes, you experienced this, and for a moment you felt this way, but I don't want to feel this way the rest it of the It doesn't suit. It doesn't suit me. It doesn't suit me. And I have too much to do. Yeah, and I have too much to do to keep my vibration of love you know, high at the high point so that I can create and do what feels good and right for me. But Susie, you help people in terms of manifesting their best life as they create their legacy. You help people with vision boards and planning. Can you talk a little bit about your strategies that you have used to to really help people uh, build that legacy and live the life they deserve. And as you say, color your legacy. I love that, coloring it. Well, it it just falls out of the conversations that we have. Hmm. I, I can't really, I mean, if I could bottle it, I would <laughs> sell it down <laughs> at the supermarket. But it's something that's elusive and very special. And when you're working one-on-one with someone, it it's a very deep conversation inevitably. Um, they open up, the two of you open up with each other. And that's the way I like to work at a very deep level. And I had one lady who wanted to do, to start with, she thought that she wanted to do children's party games and, and be an entertainer at children's parties. And she was with the a high commission in London. Her husband was 
was over from his own native country. And so she'd been doing children's parties back at at home with top-level people in, in the government and so forth. And then she came to England and she had the same prospect available to her. And she was gearing her work towards getting children to eat healthily, but in a fun way. So she decided that she was going to have Grandpa Turnip and Uncle Potato Head and uh, all the ve- all the vegetables, I can't remember, had names. They all had funny names and they were all related to members of, of a family just so that children would identify. And from this... I don't know how we got there, but we suddenly got to the point where she was being gifted 26 acres of her own homeland by the government for when she returned. And she was going to be building an Orlando-themed kind of funfair in her own country. And it was going to have an area reserved for deprived children to visit and accompanied and, you know, looked after properly so that there was no, um, nothing could go wrong with them. They were absolutely sheltered from anything bad. And they were shown how to husband the land to grow their own vegetables, whatever vegetables would grow in, in that soil, and also how to look after the animals so that at a, even at a basic level, if they were going back to a village, they had the skill set to know how to look after themselves. Mm. And it, I mean, it just grew out of nothing. And suddenly we got this amazing Disney class world fair. <laughs> you know, it, it was just crazy. And you can't say, well, how did that happen? I don't know how it happened. It just falls out of the conversation. And when the person you're working with has the vision to go with you, anything is possible. There is nothing that is not possible. I love that you're saying that people will come. <laughs> you know, opportunities <laughs> will come. Things show up. I remember when I was going through a hard time and I volunteered at the children's hospital. I was serving exactly. coffee to the parents and greeting uh, greeting uh, the parents, you know, coming into the hospital with Absolutely. their children. And out of that, I decided to, uh, through my foundation, uh, get a partially funded grant to create the uh, uh, primetime family time storytelling series for the children, family, uh, the, the staff. Well, there and, you are. And the cultural arts festival. And I, I was able to get funding for like two years. And now the hospital has, has a healing arts program resulting It's wonderful. So it's like that. But you wouldn't have you... known, you would not have expected that. No. Ten years earlier in your life, you couldn't exactly. have foreseen it. No, no. And that volunteer activity, how that transformed into something <laughs> magnificent. Well, that's yeah. why I like volunteering. I, I think it's a wonderful way of spending your time helping other people, giving back to your community. doesn't matter how big or little it is. In fact, sometimes the smallest things are, the, are almost the most important. Yeah. Noticing which child is being left sitting in a corner on their own. Yes. With all the noise that all the other rumbunctious children are making, you, you could easily overlook that little one in the corner. 
but to be able to see and suddenly just go over and have a quiet word makes the world of difference. I'm glad you're saying that because a lot of times when I hear uh, people talk about, well, that person that inspired them. I think I uh, I volunteered at the theater, New Stage Theater, and we had a yeah. play, Every Brilliant Thing, which is just amazing. And, uh, uh, you know, to talk about, I think this person really referred to a teacher that helped him during, yeah. you know, a, a, a bad time in their life. And, you know, the teacher that believed in you, the teacher that loved that poem or, or entered it in a contest. And now you're a writer, you know, just different uh, analogies and stories of how that one person, whether it's a teacher, a friend, a neighbor. You've reminded me. You've reminded okay, me of one ahead. of my daughter's. <laughs> one of my daughter's friends came up to me. I've known her since, I don't know, they were four or five, five years old, say, going forward. And there's certainly... Mature ladies now. Um, I think the big five O has happened. So, you know, <laughs> we're going back a long time. Yes. <laughs> and she said, suddenly out of the blue, she said, you've no idea how much you meant to me when I was a kid. I said, what do you mean? Hmm. And she was always coming over to our house, always staying over. And I mean, she was like a surrogate child, really. Hmm. I, I regarded her as my extra daughter. And I didn't, I was just enjoying her being Lara's friend. What I hadn't appreciated was, until she told me, the effect we were having on her. And hmm. and she made it especially to me, which was even more. I could have cried when she told me because it was so unexpected. But it, you, I think that's the important thing. You do things automatically without thinking but the effect ripples out beyond your own um knowledge your own sphere that is a beautiful example where you really are acting from your heart there's no expectation you're not trying to get anything back you just like you, you don't said, even know you're, you're doing it exactly <laughs> the automatic things that you do to me are the things that are natural and I think we're ready for a brief commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to hear a little bit more about uh, Susie's uh, legacies and, you know, her charitable endeavors because she has done things worldwide that has helped people all over the world. But now we're going to take a brief commercial break. Stay tuned for more with our amazing guest, Susie Briscoe, joining us today from England on our show, Reflection. Love the legacy you create. Susie is the chair of Acer Coaching Associates International Business and Master Leadership and Legacy Mentor, author of Ascension to Legacy, How to Live Your Legacy in Your Lifetime and Color Your Legacy, Paint the Canvas of Your Perfect Life. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. 
You might have heard me speaking on Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender, but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish Consciousloving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish Consciousloving. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. 
Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. And joining us today is Susie Briscoe. Reflection. Love the life you create. Susie is the chair of Acer Associates International Business and Master Leadership and Legacy Mentor, author of Ascension to Legacy and Color Your Legacy. And those books are available on Amazon.com. And Susie, uh, thank you so much for you know sharing those stories, uh, which are so helpful and inspirational to people who think that legacy has to be outstanding or uh, maybe I'm not the one because of my own Gene, feelings about myself. It just has to be. It <laughs> just has to be. That's all. And I love what we were, we were talking about. It's a natural, automatic thing that we do from our heart. I think when we have to think so much about it, should I, shouldn't I, what I, what I should say, what I shouldn't say, I think we get lost in our thinking mind. But when we do things from the heart, it just comes naturally. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely, I agree with you. Yes. And I think I think children have it to a to a T, really, because they just they are, well, certainly if they're allowed to be, so often in to today's modern world, they're sort of focused in on doing rather than being. Yes. I liked it. And I mean, when my daughter was young, I used to throw her out into the garden, not literally, but you know what I mean, <laughs> yes, yes. with a friend or three, and leave them out there until they got hungry. And and they they were playing their own games. They, I, I think that perhaps today's children may be missing a beat by not knowing about the natural world around them. Hmm. Yes, so much technology and computer games and things of that nature. Um, yeah, but I love, yeah, but I love what you said that natural children have, have that natural curiosity and wonder, but it can be, you know, cut off by not having that exposure to nature or being playful. And, you know, just watching children really inspires that inner child within us as well. Absolutely. I was brought up in London, though, and I didn't have a garden. And I think that's possibly why I was so keen on Lara having an outdoorsy kind of a life yes. and, and, you know, spending as much time as possible out of doors. Yes. That was making so daisy weird. chains. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Looking at the wildflowers. I did that, too, as a child. You know, make little yeah. daisy chains and hopscotch, you know, uh, getting. Oh, the, gosh, yes. Yes, all of that. That was, you know, you look for things around you to create fun. Absolutely. Know? And doesn't that just tell you? Because from completely different sides of the world, we were playing the same game. Exactly. Hopscotch and the, making the daisy chains and out in nature. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it. nothing new under the sun. Susie, tell Absolutely. us about your charitable endeavors. I know you've done a lot, but this gives other our listeners an example of how we create legacy by volunteering or creating, you know, ventures or whatever. So please share. Okay. Well, I was at the Mansion House in London just the other day. Um, I, I served or volunteered under my first Lord Mayor, who was Sir Greville Spratt. 
and he was the first of one of four of them. Now, in the square mile that's the City of London, the mansion house is the Lord Mayor's home within the city. And it's a very grand place. It, it was built about 1776 or thereabouts. And it's the same place that Dick Whittington of the fairy tale uh, was Lord Mayor. He he was actually living in that house. So it go, there's a lot of history to it. And I was there the other day because uh, the charity that I mentioned to start with, Action Medical Research, was celebrating 70 years and we had the house as a as a celebratory reception. It, it was just so special to be there. And for me, it was lovely to be back where I'd spent four years helping, volunteering, and raising a considerable sum of money for all, all my Lord Mayors that I worked with. Hmm. Um, and it, you see, again, that would not have happened had I not been involved right from the get-go of my adulthood, alleged adulthood, helping that charity for my own tragedy, mm-hmm. trying Beautiful. to find a way out of it. And and all these years later, I'm still invited to things like that. And I was in the House of Laws. I mean, it just happened to be a very busy week last week. And I was, I was v- revisiting that scenario. Uh, I was there as a guest of Wintrade Global Networking. And um, I had done a couple of adventures in in that room, the Chumley room overlooking the River Thames and the terrace, and we were able to look out on it. It was a day that was really rather nice in London, a little bit of sunshine so we could go out onto the terrace. And those doors would never have opened to me if I hadn't bothered helping other people. Mm. Now, you don't do it, as we've already said, because you're going to get something out of it. Yes. You don't even think about that. It's just the natural inclination that everyone has inside themselves to want to help each other. And I think um, I think that's still very much alive today. I get that when I'm talking with women in the net in the women's networks. Every everyone is wanting to help their sister. Mm. From my own uh, point of view, I was I spent a long time on the boards of two national charities in England. One of them was the oldest animal sanctuary in the world, the Battersea Dogs and Cats Home. And when I retired from that after nearly 30 years, uh, we'd been talking about investing in in poorer countries and showing them the Battersea way of looking after cats and dogs in particular. And um, so we'd got an academy, that the, just the bare bones of an academy. And as I was retiring they created an award, the Susie Briscoe Scholarship, oh, wow. in my name, which is oh, unbelievably special. Fantastic. I can't even begin to tell you. I was so sh- shocked, I mean, totally, totally shocked. And that is given every year in perpetuity. And again, that was just because I was interested and keen, and I was on every subcommittee that there was available to me. 
um, I, I just wanted to be in, involved as much as possible. And the other main board that I was on was a homeless charity, Church Homeless Trust. And when I retired from there, after a similar amount of time, um, I was asked if I would be patron. And I was like, mm. me? <laughs> you sure you want me? Yes. Yes. It was it was so special. That's and beautiful. I can't even begin to describe the pleasure and the joy it's brought to my life. Just doing what I've enjoyed doing. Well, as Maya Angelou indicated, people will always remember how you made them feel. And if we're <laughs> we're uh uh doing something, being our true self, <laughs> giving and yeah. serving, uh, it makes pleasant memories and it really is a legacy. And you're showing us, even from your tragic experience, how you turned it around and made it meaningful. Uh, and I don't think of others. it as being tragic now, though. It's funny okay. that, isn't okay. it? Okay, it is, really, how you look at it at that point and how you see it now. It's like there was a purpose to it all, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Don't ask because you won't you won't get told in the moment. But there is always there's a little Perfect. plan going on somewhere. And, and Susie, people are always I hear a lot now. People looking for what is my purpose? What is how can I find meaning? Do you have a tip for our listeners? Oh yes, get in touch with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and tell us how can we uh, reach you and uh, tell us a little bit well, about your services and resources. Well, if they reach me, um, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn. Those are the two main places. LinkedIn, probably more. Um, www.linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Susie Briscoe. And the spelling will be on on your printed information. And um, and my website, acercoachingassociates.com. Okay. Uh, they can reach me through any of those sites and uh, just to have a conversation. If people reach out to me, what I'm doing these days, so many people just collecting numbers of contacts. So I've decided I'm networking in, in a new old-fashioned way going forward. Mm-hmm. So I invite people, I explain what I'm doing in this new old-fashioned way, and I invite them to a virtual coffee with me hmm. so that we can get to know each other, spend, even if it's only 15 minutes, there's no obligation, there's no hidden hidden meaning in any of it. You're just touching base with someone to, to understand that they are, in fact, a real person. These days, there's so much imitation going yes. on, fake yes. people. So yes. it's really quite helpful to know that somebody is real. And I love that to, approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to have a virtual coffee. And and that way you get a much more meaningful connection because if I meet, I don't know, Joe Bloggs down the line a few days later and he wants to know something about something that I was speaking to you about last week, shall we say, I've got you in mind and I can put the two of you together because I've had the conversation with you. Mm. And there's a lot more of that going on, funnily enough, because I'm also – um, involved with my most trusted, and that is a network that sits over the top of LinkedIn. It, it, it's nothing to do with LinkedIn, but it just sits over the top of it. And if you've had conversations with people, I was already doing this, and then this came my way. 
and I was invited to join it. So I totally am for it. It's a way of ensuring the people you're connecting with have a purpose to being in your life. They're not just collecting numbers of people for, for, what, for what reason? You know, there is no reason. Yes. And we're, it doesn't we're matter this, how many people you know. Exactly. What, and we're in this. It's what you know of, of them that matters. Ex- exactly. And I love that old fashioned approach because, <laughs> you know, we have all this virtual stuff going on and you don't know who's real or who's not. <laughs> and, no, I know. Uh, it makes it more and AI, meaningful. <laughs> AI is so good these days. You have yeah. no idea whether you're talking to a real person or not. Exactly. Their intelligence so, level is amazing. So I love that virtual coffee. So we do invite <laughs> our listeners to connect with Susie uh, and go deeper. Uh, Susie, you've been a, a fantastic guest today. I really oh, always I love uh, the conversations that we have. We're soul sisters. <laughs> we you know truly that. are. You're so <laughs> inspirational. And uh, really, you make a difference in the lives of so many people. And I invite listeners to tune back in on demand, listen to our show, share with others. And don't forget to pick up a couple of Susie's books uh, that will help (laughs) you learn more about legacy. Get get the Kindle version because the black and white it doesn't do justice. There's a color version, which is very expensive. And then there's the Kindle version. And the Kindle has the colors, the same oh. as the colored hard. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you Just so a much. Tip. <laughs> okay, good. Well, thank you, Susie, for being with us today. Thank uh, you for inviting me, Jean. It's always a joy. Wonderful. So tune in next week to our show, Warehousing Your Wealth Without Taxes and Penalties with Doug Peacock. Strengthen and embody the practice of love in your daily life by visiting the blog pages of my websites for your weekly love practice exercises at JeanFarrisJourney.com and JeanMarieFarrisConsciousLoving.com. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Carve your name on hearts not tombstones. A legacy is etched into the minds of others and the stories they share about you. Such a profound quote by Shannon Adler. Don't miss out on your life and the opportunity to make a difference now and for future generations. Create a life you love. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, An empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.